Amen. So we will begin our Sunday school today. And uh, the topic for our Sunday school is maximizing your time. Can you repeat after me? Maximizing your time. Praise the Lord. Uh, this is a subject that I consider very important and uh, interesting because it cuts across, you know, every aspect of our lives and not just looking at the angle of Christianity alone. Uh, man generally, people generally would always want to you know, maximize their time. In the secular world, people like to talk about time management and even attend seminars on how to manage time. So time is critical to everyone, be you Christian or non-Christian. But praise the Lord, what we'll be looking at today is maximizing our time as the Lord will have us do it. Praise the Lord. Uh, that's the that's the beauty of it all. Um, if I would just ask for the benefit of asking. I know that we all know, most of us, what the word maximize means. Can somebody tell me what you understand when we say maximize? What does it mean to maximize or maximizing your time? What can you tell us? Is your understanding? Yes, please. The best use of your time. Somebody say amen. amen. Yes, who has something else? What can you tell me? Is your own understanding of the word maximize. Full benefits. At that period. To take the full benefit. Of what? Of time. At that period. Yes. Sorry? Your potential. Full potential. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. You know, he has added another grammar to it. Amen. Yes. Anyone else? Alright. I believe that the definition is quite clear and simple. You know, it's your full potential. Making the best of, of your time at that moment. You know, uh, making sure that you, you use it adequately. To the glory of God. Amen. Our memory verse will be taken from the book of Psalms chapter 90. Verse number 12. Amen. You all have the handout. I want us to chorus it together. Hallelujah. After two, one, two. So teach us our days that we may... Apply our hearts unto wisdom. Amen. Amen. So teach us to number our days. That we may apply our hearts unto wisdom. Actually this is a prayer. A fervent prayer. Uh, that we can still continue to say up to today. In fact the whole of Psalm 90. You know is, is full of you know powerful revelations. So what the memory verse is telling us is that, you know, for us to have full use, the best use of our time, we would require help from what? From who? From God. From God. 
It's not about, you know, how much seminars you attend on time management. It's not about, you know, how you plan or do all these things and what not, you know. Try to make the best of your time. But the scripture tells us that in Psalms 90, 90 verse 12, David was praying to God as we are praying today that for us to be able to maximize this time, don't forget that time is what? People say that time is money. But we are going to see that time is more than money. Time is equivalent to what? To life. Hallelujah. It's not just money. When you talk about time, you're talking about your life. Hallelujah. So we need to be careful. We need to be cautious. We need to understand that we are living on a borrowed time. Huh? Living on a borrowed time. And the owner of this time, who is God, we ask us, how did we make use of our time? So it's not in our power, it's not in our ability to be able to maximize it as the owner has, you know, uh, uh, planned it. For us to manage it the way God has designed our lives to be, we have to fall back to him. Tell your neighbor, fall back to him. So that's why he's going to teach us to number our days that we may be, you know, that we may apply our hearts according to the wisdom of time. Amen. Our text will be taken from the book of uh, Ecclesiastes chapter 12 and we'll be looking at, looking at from, looking at it from verses 1 to 8. Hallelujah. Ecclesiastes is written by, by King Solomon, I believe. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. And then you know that the Bible declares that he is the wisest that ever lived and there was none that, were, that lived after him, you know, because God really blessed him so much. And uh, he is a man with 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 experience and with so much wealth and abundance but in the midst of all of this in the midst of all of this you know god began to deal with him and he started to see that life is just nothing you know life is just like a vapor hallelujah so let's look at ecclesiastes chapter 12 i would uh, like someone to read for us please Remember, From verses 1 to 8, yes. Remember now that creator in the days of thy youth, mm-hmm. where the evil days come out, come not, nor the years draw near, when thou shalt say, I have no pleasure in them, while the sun or the light or the moon or the stars be not darkened, nor the clouds return after the rain. In the day when the keepers of the house shall tremble, and the strong men shall bow themselves, and the grandas shall cease before, because they are few. And those that look out for the, of the windows be darkened. And the door shall be shut in the street, when the sound of the grinding is slow. And it shall rise up at the voice of the board. And all the daughters of music shall be brought low. Also when they shall be afraid of that which is high, and fear shall be in the way. And the almond tree shall flourish, and the grasshopper shall be a burden. And desire shall fail, because man goeth to his long home, and the mourners go about the street. Or over the silver cord be loose, or the golden ball be broken, or the pitcher be broken at the fountain, or the wheel broken at the cistern. Then shall the dust return to the heart as it was, and the spirit shall return unto God who gave it. Vanity of vanity, saith the preacher, all is vanity. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Actually, what that scripture is saying from the text we just read now, is kind of a summary of 
what life is all about. Hallelujah. It's just trying to tell us that as a man, when I say man, I'm talking to both men and women. The moment you come into this life, you are born into this world. As a man, the day you come into this world, your time has begun. Hallelujah. The moment the baby is brought out from the womb and the umbilical cord is cut off, there is a disconnection from that world that the baby was in before and the baby is now being launched into a new world. From the day that man is born to the day that he goes back to his creator is a short time. Hallelujah. So the scripture is trying to tell us here that now that we are young, now that we are alive, agile, full of energy, strength, and vitality, we should what? Remember our what? Our creator. Now that you and I are not walking with, with the, with the aid of, with stick or in the wheelchair because of old age, now that we are still very much vibrant, life is in us, the Bible says we should remember our God. This is the time we have to use our youthfulness to serve Him. Praise the Lord. Because it says that, you know, you know, that before, like in, in, in uh, verse number one of our, our text in Ecclesiastes chapter 12, it says, remember also thy creator in the days of thy youth. You know, before the evil days we come and the years accumulate, they draw near when thou shalt say, I have what? No more pleasure in them. That is old age has come. You cannot do the things that a youthful man can do. So, the Bible is encouraging us to what? To serve God. To make use of our time. Hallelujah. Because when we grow old, we begin to reflect and say, Oh, you know, when I was young, I wish I had done this. I wish I had, you know, did this and this and this and that. But now I'm old. You have no more pleasure in them. Strength is failing you. Praise the Lord. So, from verses 1 to 8 is just a summary of life. Of 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 the running to and fro of trying to do your own thing praise the lord you know forgetting that the author of time god himself has created us in such a way that he has a plan and a purpose for us and utilizing our time is very critical because we are going to see how time correlates how time you know is connected to life life and time are synonymous you cannot separate them hallelujah as time goes by you are aging you are going older praise the lord amen and people say time waits for no one most people will tell you time loss can never what be recovered but i believe for those of us or all of us who are here today who are in christ any time that was lost, God will help us to what? To recover it in Jesus' name. Alright, let's look at the introduction. Hallelujah. In order to have a better grasp of this topic, we have been advised that there are references made to this same lesson uh, on lesson 27. If you look at, you know, this has been a series of teaching. The Redeemed Christian Church of God has, you know, quite a voluminous manual 
all these years, you can always dig deep, you know, and perhaps pastor can help us, you know, with this. If you still want to go further, as it says in lesson 27 to, uh, of 2012 and 2013, this subject of time, uh, maximizing our time also was also adequately dealt with. Praise the Lord. Uh, the topic of life was, was extensively, um, uh, talked about there. Amen. Now, it says that people in some activities, people engage in some activities, activities and claim to what? While away time. What are the activities that people indulge in nowadays that waste our time? Facebook. God bless you. That was really sharp and fast. Yes. Twitter. In fact, Twitter is worse than Facebook. Because every second, twin, 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 as the name suggests, wasting Instagram. Thank you. All the uh, many names that I don't even know. Thank God for not allowing me to know themselves. Television, TV. That, that's quite, is very deceptive. Yeah. Amen. You sit, you just had dinner, you sat down, you say, okay, let me just listen to news. From news, you go to the next channel. From this channel, you go to the next. Before you know, it's 12 midnight. I say, oh, oh, I want to go to bed. The Bible is cautioning us today. People engage in some activities, you know, and claim to what? While away their time. Many of us are victims. Even I that is speaking, I'm talking to you today. I'm talking to myself. I've been a victim many times. The Lord will help us to discipline ourselves and manage our time in Jesus' name. Praise the Lord. So this is, this is a trick. This is a trick. We should know that we, as children of God, God expects us to use our time wisely. God expects us to use our time productively. God expects us to have a time with Him. You know, and because he's the author of our life, he is the one that has planned our time also. In order not to waste it, we must connect with him. Hallelujah. And many a time, you being a Christian, how many times has the Lord, through the Holy Spirit, begin to speak to you about time? Sometimes you sit behind the TV for a long time. You know, the Holy Spirit is telling you, it's enough, stand up, go and pray before you sleep. You say, okay, after this program. Hallelujah. How many of us understand what I'm talking about? Yes, many times. It's time to just say, you know, just turn it off and stand up. You say, no, no. After 15 minutes, I will get up. 15 minutes go to one hour. The Lord will help us in Jesus' name. So the major mistakes is to forget that your time is what? Is your life. Your time is what? It's your life. How many of us who can still remember how our parents used to talk to us? Hallelujah. When you are not studying, you are going to play football, you are running around with friends. Your father will talk to you and sometimes punish you and pull your ear. My son, don't waste your time. Go and read your book. Blah, 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 blah. They tell you so many things which we never liked. But when we look back today, aren't we grateful that we listen to them? Praise the Lord. Just imagine if those times that our parents were trying to caution us as young men and young women to make use of our time today, many of us would not be where we are today. I remember a man 
who was weeping and crying. He said, where I am today is because of my father. I never liked what he was telling me as a young man. Praise the Lord. But now I am old. Old in the sense that I'm of the age of maturity. I'm married. I'm working in a good company. I'm traveling everywhere. It's because my father pursued me. He made sure that I made use of my time. I wasn't wasting my life in the uh, secondary school, in the high school, in the university. I was wayward, but he pursued me. He kicked me. He did everything he could to make sure that my time was not wasted. Your time will not be wasted in Jesus' name. So this is what we are saying. Time is life. Imagine somebody who would have been a doctor today but never made use of his time as a young man, as a young woman or just playing about. Where would that person be today? Probably being uh, anywhere. I don't know. God knows. Praise the Lord. If we're in Nigeria now, we'll say we'll probably just open a kiosk and be selling uh, provision. Praise the Lord. Because the time that that person should have invested in education to make changes, the person was using it wastefully. But you know what? This is what the word of God is telling us today. And I want to emphasize on it. That time is equivalent to what? To our life. If we invest our time wisely and usefully to the glory of God, God will what? will help us channel it to be productive in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. The number of your age tells a lot about what? Your time. How many of us agree and understand and believe in what I'm saying? Praise the Lord. Eh? When somebody will ask you, you know, many people, you know, it's, it's man, naturally, especially women, they, you ask them their age, they will not tell you. Praise the Lord. Eh? Be- Even men, yes. So that because why why is your why 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 is it that see 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 how it, it it correlates, see how it tallies together. The number of your age currently where you are today tells a lot about how tells a lot about your time. You know, let me just use a very simple example. Now, the last time we visited the DI center, we met men and women of what? Who have advanced, men who are, and women that are advanced in age. Some of them above 40, some of them above 50. They are sitting there depending on handouts from government to feed them. Now, if you just go and ask the man, oh, sir, in the course of conversing with him and you ask him and you find out his age, he say, he'll tell you I'm 55. You'll be shocked. In your mind, you say, you are 55 years old and you are still here depending on people to feed you? Because at 55, it is expected that you are supposed to be on this level. Why? The time of his life was what? Wasted. Hallelujah. That's why again, if you see somebody who has used his or her time wisely, how old are you? I'm just 30 years old. And you are already a professor? Yes. Wow. What does that tell you? That person in the course of his of her life up to date has adequately invested in time. That is why at this age, he or she has attained through the grace of God. Can you say amen? 
So time and life are what the same thing. Tell me, you know, your age or tell me where you are today. I will be able to tell you how much you of your time was invested in the past. Where you are now is where is how much of your time that you have used in the past is what has brought you to this level. Through the grace of God, of course. Through the grace of God, of course. But if in the past time was not adequately invested and maximized, I'm sure many of us will not be sitting where we are sitting today. Somebody say amen. amen. So the misuse of anything as precious as time should be a crime. Do you agree with me? Do you agree with me? The misuse of time is crime. Against God and against yourself. Hallelujah. My consolation is that when you come to Christ, all the time that you have lost, if you would say like the prodigal son, and realize and come to my senses, God will recompense you. That's the beauty. The unbelievers don't have this opportunity. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. However, any time that was misused or lost in the past, Paul says, let's forget about those things behind. Hallelujah. Let's begin to what? Move forward. Can you say I'll begin to move forward from today? To maximize my time. In Jesus name. So, um, still in the introduction, it says cars can be replaced if stolen. Is that not true? If somebody steal your car, you can get another one. Insurance will pay for you. Hallelujah. Anything that is earthly or materialistic, if it's lost, can be replaced. Amen. A few calls can replace your wallet if it's not. In fact, somebody here can say, what happened? Somebody stole your wallet, it's lost. How much was inside? $500. Okay, take the $500. Go. Hallelujah. Those things can be replaced. Your shoes, if it's lost, can be replaced. Even if, God forbid, a house is destroyed, flawed or anything, it can be replaced. Hallelujah. Irrespective of the design or whatever. But who can, who can, you know, but who can you call if you lose your time? Nobody. Who can you call to help you restore your time? Who can help you go back to that moment in your secondary school when you wasted that time? You say, I want to go back to secondary school now and correct that mistake, that time that I wasted. I want to go back to my, to my 17th year and my 14th year and the time I wasted between 14 and 21. I want to go back and, and do it back. Is there anyone who can do that for you? No. It's already lost. Hallelujah. Somebody say amen. amen. Glory to God. One of the most precious things in life is time. Can you tell your neighbor one of the most precious things in life is time? One of the most precious things in life is time. Can you say that? Hallelujah. And it cannot be replaced if lost. Amen. Says Frederick H. Seymour. Who kills time, mothers opportunity. Whoever is the person 
in the habit of always killing time, you are what murdering opportunities. That means that the time that you should have done something, the time that you should have taken certain decisions, that you knew was going to make a big change in your life, you didn't do it. Opportunity has been lost. Hallelujah. The time that you were procrastinating, I will do it tomorrow. I will fill the form tomorrow. I will reply that email tomorrow. The opportunity that would have been open to you if you had responded immediately to that, you know, to that door that was opened, you missed it. Because what? You just allowed the time to go by. Amen. Every minute counts in the life of a person. As each minute is a step older and a step in your journey back home. Somebody say amen. Amen. Since we were born, we started the journey. And we have been moving forward. Hallelujah. The older we get, the closer we are getting to what? We are getting home. And where is that home? Heaven. Hallelujah. And don't forget, we are living a borrowed life. The time that we are spending on this earth has been mandated to us, has been given to us by God. And we will go and stand before him to give account of how we use our time. Hallelujah. Let's quickly look at the lessons outlined. We will be looking at this um, Sunday school teaching under basically two headings. The first one says, time for all things. Hallelujah. The other one is, focus on spiritual things. Amen. Tell your neighbor there's time for all things. Hallelujah. And in essence, if you know the right time to do the right thing, you are on track by the grace of God in what? Managing your time. Are you listening to me? Doing the right thing at the right time is an evidence of you being able to manage your time. Doing the wrong thing at the right time or doing the right thing at the wrong time will never be productive. Amen. Let's look at Ecclesiastes again. Ecclesiastes chapter 12, if somebody is there, the same thing in verse number 1, where we saw before. Remember now thy creator at this time that you are still young. Hallelujah. You know, now that you are fervent, now that you are full of energy, now that you are full of life, now that you can do exploits, now that you can somersault, you can travel, you can move here and there, remember the Lord. Invest your time. Amen? For the evil days, before the evil days will come, the evil days can mean, you know, like, when you get old, or where temptations and trials come, if you are not connected to the Lord, then there will be problem. Amen? 
Hallelujah. So, let us understand that time is still on our side. Can you tell your neighbor, time is on my side? Oh yes, oh yes. At 40, Joshua said, I just beginning. I'm just beginning. I have not started. I'm ready to still do exploits for God. Hallelujah. Age is a matter of the mind. Amen. So God can renew your youthfulness for his own glory. Can you say amen? amen. So he says that uh, the brevity of life is compared to shadow. Hallelujah. What is brevity? The brevity of life is compared to a shadow. What is a shadow? A shadow is, is just a reflection of your own image, the substance. Your, your, as you walk past under the sun, now you see your shadow is cast on the ground. That is your shadow. But the moment you are away from the illumination of the sunlight, your shadow is gone. Right? Praise the Lord. So you see this moment, the next moment it is not there. But what does it mean when we say the brevity of life is compared to a shadow? It means the shortness of life, the briefness of life. Life is brief. Life is short. There was a time that man was living for 900 and something years. Abraham, our forefathers, they lived for 800 years plus. Hallelujah. But now, how long did the Bible say we have to live and we should thank him for that? Three scores and what? And ten. If you reach that one, thank God. That's the, that, that's the, you exceed that one, his grace is overflowing. So time is short. Life is short. Don't waste it. Use it adequately. Use it efficiently. You know, God speaks to us every day, talks to us every day. You know, I was, when we were going through this, studying this, I say, this is so much of a blessing to me because it's so timely. Why do you think that God is talking to us about time at this period of time? Hallelujah. It means there is a program. There is a timetable that he has kept aside that he needs us to begin to pursue right away. Tell your neighbor, don't waste the time. Hallelujah. Life is short. Life is very short. It's like a vapor. It's like a shadow. You see now, you not see tomorrow. It's gone. You're standing before your maker. Hallelujah. Let's look at First Chronicles uh, chapter 29 verse 15. We're going to take the scriptures really fast because uh, again, time is going. Hallelujah. We are what? We are sojourners. We are travelers. We are passing through. This is not your permanent place. Mm-hmm. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Our days on earth is compared to a shadow. Hallelujah. So brethren, let us take deeply into our hearts what the word of God is telling us today. And I was really so excited and I'm still very much excited because I know that we have hope. Are you listening to me? This God that you and I serve, if you will come to realization and you say this time that you have given is not in my might and power to arrange and to control. From today, I will make a change. The Holy Spirit will say, I signed the contract with you. Can you say amen? 
So he said, time can be compared to a flying shuttle. Hmm? What's a flying shuttle? Like a jet. Spacecraft. It's gone. Very fast. Job chapter 7 verse 6. Mm-hmm. Praise the Lord. You remember Job, brother Job in the scripture? What happened to him? Hallelujah. What he passed through. All that he lost. Hallelujah. Time will fail us to begin to detail, you know, the, the, the whole activity and, and the, the, what he, what he went through. But at the end, God restored the time that was lost. Amen. Job chapter 8 verse 9 as well too. He's also talking about what? If you are there, somebody else open. Mm-hmm. Our days on earth are what? A shadow. Meaning to say that what? Time flies. Time moves very quickly. You know, that's why from back home, we always say the young shall grow. Hallelujah. A child that was born just, you know, um, say a couple of months ago, you witness, and after some months you see that child and say, wow, it's not this child who went for the dedication. It's already, wow, when was it? It was like yesterday. Yes, it was like yesterday. Time moves very fast. Tell your neighbor, time moves very fast. Yeah? Some of us came and said, ah, ah, when did I arrive in Calgary? It's, it's so fresh. It looks like it was just yesterday, but four years gone. Some of us, one year is already done. Ah, but I remember when I, ah, yes, remember. Time. Tell your neighbor time. It's flying. It waits for no man. Therefore, hurry up and catch up with it. The beauty of it is that, Lord, here is our prayer in memory verse. It says, so teach us, Psalm 19 verse 12. Say, teach us toward number our days. It's not in my power. It's not in your power. The Lord will teach us. Time flies. Make hay while the sun shines. This is a popular saying. Hallelujah. We are a hurrying messenger. We are pilgrims here on earth. We are sojourning. We are traveling. We are going to a destination. We have been sent on an errand. The life that we are living is a borrowed life from God. The time that we are spending is a borrowed time from God. Therefore, let us utilize it to the glory of God. Can you say amen? It will take a lot of discipline. Not just discipline alone. You know, you know, your heart is made up and then you commit your life to Christ and say, God, help me. Holy Spirit, help me. From now on, I want to be able to maximize my time. What you tell me to do is what I'm going to do. It's not going to be easy initially. The devil will come and test you. But if you stand on what you have professed with the help of the Holy Spirit, your time will no longer be wasted in Jesus' name. We should therefore think before we talk or act. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. What we say, what we do, is a reflection of who we are to the outside world. Hallelujah. Somebody say amen. Amen. So, this is it, brothers and sisters. Even as what we hear the word of God today, uh, let us just look at some scriptures. Let's let's. I think we still have some time. We can go through some scriptures. 
Um, we should therefore think before we talk or act. Let's look at Colossians chapter 4 from verses uh, uh-huh, 5 to 6. Hallelujah. Somebody say amen. amen. You know that here that we are having this gathering, we are meeting, having church here, the people who manage and run the hotel are observing us. Do you know that? Yes. They are observing us. Hallelujah. How we relate with them, how we talk with them. How, you know, we, we, we even pass when we see them. Do we greet them? Do we, do we, do we have time with them? Do we, these are the things that the Lord is speaking to us today. You know, that we pull them to us. The time that we have with them. The time that we spend here. Do we affect them? Hallelujah. Somebody say amen. So, make a plan. Make a weekly, monthly, and a yearly plan. Is this possible? Church, is this possible to make a plan? Yes, we are talking about time now for all things. You should program your life. Make, you know, it's not enough to say, okay, yes, Lord, I will use my time. How are we going to use your time? Make a plan. Tell your neighbor, make a plan. Yes, draw a timetable. Don't procrastinate. Don't push it forward. Don't say, ah, but you know, this is not secular. You know, I have a plan in my office. What I would do on Monday, what I would do on Tuesday, and what I'm every, at the close of each day, I write out the to-do list for tomorrow. That is true. But do you apply that to the most important area of your life? Managing your time to the glory of God. Amen. So if we make a plan weekly and monthly and yearly, the Lord will help us manage our time in Jesus' name. Amen. Luke chapter 14 verse 28. Let's see that. It talks about what? Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. So because if you are not able to finish it, what will happen? They will mock at you. They are going to make fun of you. They are going to even laugh you to scorn so much so, more so when you are a Christian. Hallelujah. You know, if you fail to plan what is happening, you have eventually decided to what? Plan to fail. Hallelujah. If there is a decision for you to take and you refuse not to take a decision, that itself is a decision. That you decide not to take a decision is a decision on its own. I'm not going to take a decision. May it be there. Let it wait. I'm not going to take a decision. That is your decision not to take a decision. Time is going. Hallelujah. Somebody say amen. He say avoid the thief of time. Procrastination. God deliver me also in Jesus name. Because I'm telling you that this is speaking to me. Not only you. Procrastination. What is procrastination? Children. Teenagers. 
What is procrastination? Ayo. What is procrastination? Who can help me amongst you? Quickly. Procrastination. Ah, it means. Yes. Then just say it. I know it's in your lips. Just say it. To procrastinate. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's it. Postponing. I'm going to read for my exam this night. Um, this is the, the exam is just three days away. One week. Today I'm going to study. I'm going to, and you sit in front of the TV. Okay, tomorrow. I will, I will read tomorrow. You procrastinate. You procrastinate and push it forward and defer. The last day to the exam is when you sit all night and you want to study everything all night. You wasted your time. Amen. Praise the Lord. So procrastination is the thief of time. Matthew chapter 8 verse 21. We will not waste uh, our time today. It's running very fast. It's not wasted, but we just want to catch up with it really fast. Somebody give me that scripture. Please, church, if there is a scripture that we have not seen together here, please, I encourage you to go back home and go through it. Amen. Hallelujah. Just read only Matthew 8, 21. Who is there really fast, please? Another disciple said unto me, Lord, let me first go and bury my father. I don't want to follow you now. There is sharing of property. Lord, can I, can I, can I, can I just accumulate all these things first? Later we can start to shout praise the Lord. We can start to shout hallelujah. But now there is share property. Eh? Postponing and not utilizing your time. The Bible says that any time you give to God is not wasted. He will reward you. Even double and triple in Jesus name. So there is time for everything. Tell your neighbor there is time for everything. Okay. Focus on spiritual things. Tell your neighbor focus on spiritual things. Hallelujah. Somebody say amen. Amen. You know, I don't like the way I'm jumping this. Uh, I'm jumping this because of the time. My time is supposed to be rounding up now. Anyway, let me read it to you before we look at that. Let me look at, before we read, uh, we go to focus on spiritual things. Let's just read the outline that we have there. It's a Proverbs 21 verse, 27 verse 1 also teaches us that we should not plan to do things tomorrow. You agree with me, church? Yeah. Especially things that we can do today. Don't push it for tomorrow because we do not know what will tomorrow bring. Tomorrow bring. Tomorrow is not in your hands. God forbid. Maybe the Lord will call you tonight. Eh? And the things you were supposed to have done that he asked you to do, you didn't do it. It's pending that only you are supposed to do. So, so reconsider leisure time, less of TV, less of phone calls, etc., Facebook and all that. Adopt a daily checklist. Endeavor to make your time profitable spiritually.